0: Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you?
1: Good. How are you guys?
0: We are good. Thanks for coming on.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited.
0: Are you in Houston
1: right now? I am. Yeah. Yeah. We have the day off. So it worked out pretty perfectly.
0: What do you do on a day off besides podcasting?
1: Oh gosh. It just like depends. Honestly, sometimes I do absolutely nothing and I don't leave the apartment or I do absolutely everything. And I'm like, running all my errands in one day and like not actually resting so
2: yeah there's really no in between (laughs) I just saw a meme online and it was like on the times that I on the days that I have nothing to do I have to do all of the adult things Mm -hmm. that I keep pushing off like laundry paying taxes like all that stuff we never stop exactly exactly so (laughs)
1: yeah nothing so far today which is nice so yeah (laughs)
0: well how has the season been so far this year
1: honestly it's it's been good I it's been a roller coaster um which is like kind of the I would say the word I would use for a lot of my time with the dash you know it's been a lot of like really high highs and then you know some tough times as well um but we have a great group this year um and then Juan Carlos, our new interim head coach, will be with us this week. So um, that's super exciting. So still a lot of season left, um, but hopefully wanting to build on the good things we've already done, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's craziness.
0: Yeah, so you've you've been with Houston for a few years now, right? Is it your fifth?
1: Yeah, this is my fifth season. So only been with Houston. I got drafted. Um, in 2018 and then yeah been with Houston ever since
0: how do you do you feel like your game has changed a lot personally since you started there um
1: well obviously positionally it's yeah. it's changed um which I've loved like people always assume that it was a negative and that I like really miss being in the midfield and you know there are things that I love about um playing the six but now that I'm wide playing fullback I just feel like have a little bit more freedom, weirdly, even though I'm in the back line. Um, I get to, you know, get up and join the attack a little bit more than I would otherwise. And then I just get to run, which is like my favorite thing. So um, positionally, it's definitely changed. And then I think, yeah, just, um, I mean, having to adapt to different personnel. And then obviously, we have um, a very transitional style of play. So I'm just continuing to refine that but yeah yeah so grown a lot
2: in my five years i would say <laughs> do you have any tips for players who are transitioning to a new position or have their coach saying you know next game you're playing a different position because i know some people feel so stuck and they're like nervous like how was that transition to playing a new position do you have any tips
1: yeah i mean i think for me personally i took it as okay you know, not, not that you have nothing to lose, but like, you know, you're in a new position, you're going to make mistakes just based on lack of experience. But like, what can you bring to that position that like, are your qualities? I would say that for, for really any, any level, but for me, it was, okay, well, I'm a good defender. Let me like showcase that. Let me just play freely. And, um, you know, your coach is putting you there for a reason. So, um, I, I would just say own it and like play freely. Cause you're most more than likely don't have anything to lose.
2: <laughs> and are you asking your coach questions on, you know, where you should be defensively, offensively? Like, is that communication there between you and the coach or coaches? Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, I think the more questions, the better I ask an absurd amount of questions um and maybe sometimes it's a little bit overkill but especially defensively i think like defensively organization is amazing and then offensively like again that word like playing freely i think is you know the best way to go about it they want you to be creative on the ball and and off the ball making runs and so i think offensively you know you can kind of do your thing
2: yeah. I, I It's just a nice reminder to players listening. Like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Your coaches are there for you for a reason. They want you to do the correct thing, right? So, like, having yes. that communication and making sure, am I doing this the way you want me to? This, that, and the other thing. I think it's really important to have that communication there. So, yeah, that's great. So, can you tell us a little bit about your college recruiting process before you went pro? Like, how did you end up in Nebraska?
1: yeah great question um a lot of people ask me that because they're like that's like a little bit random like why Nebraska um and so for me I had a little bit of a unique process because I committed um to Nebraska my like freshman year of high school basically um which sounds insane um but I am from Kansas city originally, and I had known players that had gone before me and played there and absolutely loved it. So I was kind of in the back of my mind, like, okay, Nebraska could be a real, um, opportunity for me. Um, and then I went to a summer camp, ID kind of ID camp. And I learned so much in my four days that I was at this camp, just, you know, about technique and and, you know, tactically just different things. And I was like, if I learn this much, like in a few days, then I can't even imagine the growth I'll have, um, you know, if I'm there for four years. And so I just kind of knew that that was where I wanted to be. And, um, yeah, luckily they, they offered me, um, a, a spot, a scholarship. And, um, then it was kind of weird too, because it was so early. They were like, okay, we'll give you this percentage. And then depending on your growth for the next however many years you have of high school then we will increase that um accordingly and so um by the time I was a senior and ready to go it was a it had increased to a full ride so even more of a reason to take that opportunity what'd you say that's a lot of stress to put on a high school aged student that's nuts I get it it was yeah See, I felt it's so funny because I feel like I I am to, of no help to like younger players because my circumstance was so unique, and I feel like I weirdly didn't have stress about it. Like I had so much peace about my decision, and and people were saying, "Oh, you're making a mistake," or like, "You should go somewhere, you know, that's a little bit more competitive," or you know, this, that, and the other. You're too good to go there. And I was like, I just had a lot of peace about it, and I honestly feel bad for you know, the kids nowadays that are like having to, you know, email the coaches and do all these crazy things. Um, But I mean, that's what you have to do to, you know, make it work. So, yeah, Yeah, I I was gonna say, I think that's a great reminder. Uh, You know, like when you truly feel like your decision is the right one to not let outside opinions sway you, especially at that age, like, We always talk about. We think back to who we were in high school, and as a freshman, I didn't know who the hell I was and couldn't make myself. So, (laughs) if you actually feel at peace with the decision that you have, it's it's hard not to let you know outside opinions and everything affect that. But that's really, really. I mean, I guess if you go somewhere and you realize the potential of how much you have to learn, that that makes that a pretty solid decision. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So that's what when when young players ask me, like, what do you look for in a school? I say you know, yeah. How, how much are you going to grow? And also are you gonna, you know, you just have to kind of assess what you want out of school um, and your playing experience. Like I knew I wanted to go in and play right away. And so like, for me, I was like, okay, that's a real goal that I have and a real possibility. Um, And so, but for other people that might not be the main thing. And so, yeah, it's just really individual what you want out of it.
2: Yeah. And don't say players won't learn anything from you because I mean, attending an ID camp at the campus, you know, is huge. And I think that's a great thing that players can try and do if they can, you know, afford to, you know, fly to the campus or right. whatever it may be, or even just going to camps that are at college campuses, because the players can see the, you know, the dorms, the, the kind of picture their lives there at yeah. the school. And I'm sure that helped you in your case, right? Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They have you up on campus and, you know, you're walking around with like even other like current players that are, you know, playing um, and they help you at the camp and you just, yeah, you kind of get a feel for what life would be like, which is great.
2: Yeah. And did you always know that you wanted to play professionally at a young age or was that something that you decided when you got to school?
1: it's such a hard question and it's weird, but like, just because I didn't have a lot of players that I saw that weren't just on the national team. Like I didn't really think about playing professionally. I, you know, I, at that time, I feel like it was more an option to go overseas and at the time that wasn't something super appealing. And so I just kind of put my head down and like play because I enjoyed it. And um, then I think once it got closer to that time, I was like, yeah, I want to like continue this. I still love playing and and would love to continue to develop. And so at that time, probably my senior year, I was like, okay, like, I want to do this. And back to the visibility piece, I guess there were a couple older players from Nebraska that had, you know, gone to the NWSL. And I think that also made it a little bit more real for me. Like, okay, if they can do it, like, maybe I can do it too. And um, so I just thought that was really important as well for me to kind of see myself doing
2: that yeah having those role models I mean same thing for us three when we were in in college we barely knew anyone that was trying to go pro because it wasn't like you were barely getting paid and it was right a thing the the league was folding over and over but it's so cool to see the stability (laughs) and how much like how many more role models there are out there. And it just leads me to my mm-hmm. next question. Did you have any soccer role models like in your life growing up? Yeah. So, um, my older sister
1: played, uh, she's about five and a half years older than me. Um, and she played, she's the reason I actually like wanted to play soccer. Cause I wanted to do, you know, everything she did. Um, and then I would say, as I mentioned, like the U S women's national team, I was, obviously a huge fan. Um, and they were kind of the only, like, I guess, professional or elite league that I would watch. And so Michelle Akers was like my role model. She's incredible. And then when I got a little bit older, Lauren holiday was always just a player that I was like, Whoa, she's, you know, she, I just loved the way she played and her grittiness. And, um, so those were like probably my top three. Um, and then the list has expanded exponentially. Um, as of late all the players I play with and and against I just think everybody who makes it to this level is absolutely incredible
0: do you think that you have a similar style of play to Lauren Holiday and Michelle or a piece oh gosh
1: um I I like to think of myself as like blue collar like that's that's how I would embody their like yeah, just grittiness, but like blue collar. So I think I definitely, that was something throughout my time. It was like, okay, you can always control like your effort and like your physicality. And so I would like to think that I, um, have that little piece of their play. And then also I just love to like, like, I just love to play with the players around me. I'm not, you know, a super one V one, like attacking player. I want to do everything on my own. Like I want to combine with my teammates and, you know, just create something pretty. And, (laughs) you know, I just, I just love the creativity you can have with, um, the players around you. So those are probably the two things that I would like to think that I embody from their play.
0: I love that. I had a feeling you were going to say like the gritty, the gritty aspect, because I could totally see that in like the three of you guys. So that's really cool. Thanks. What about off the field? Do you have any like passions or things you're really into besides soccer?
1: Yeah. I mean, I love my dog. <laughs> like everybody, I feel like that's such a lame answer at this point, but I just like love my dog. <laughs> I love, um, what kind of we, dog? dogs are. Okay. We need to, survive. I know. Yes. We need to normalize he's a, that. Thank you. <laughs> Passion, he's, <okay>. a, <laughs> <laughs> he's a corgi. Um, Aww. and I got him my first year in the league. His name's Finn and he is like, yeah, my lifesaver. So I'm very passionate about my dog. Um, and just like Houston is a big hub for like, there's a lot of homeless dogs and a lot of, you know, bad stuff that they, they need love and care. And so our whole team, you know, that's kind of an extracurricular, my teammate Bree picked up a dog off the street last year and found out it was pregnant and it had puppies. And so we all like had to pitch in and like care for the puppies. So, Mm. um, it was kind of crazy, but they all found homes. There were like six Mm -hmm. puppies. They all found homes and Bree still has the dog. So yeah, dogs are a big one on our team. Um, I honestly, this is so sad. My other hobby is like going to the grocery store. (laughs) Like Trader Joe's is a hobby. I love
0: Trader Joe's.
1: I just love to go and like walk around for, you know, a couple hours. What's your
0: favorite snack from Trader Joe's? Oh my gosh. You could do like a top three if you need to. Yeah.
1: Well, like, I just feel like all of their dips are like elite. Yeah. And so, whatever you dip in them, it doesn't matter, they're delicious. Um, and those okay, this is bad, but those like chips that are like for the summer, the like variety, like there's a bunch of different flavors in the bag, so good and addicting. Um, like these, <laughs> shut yes, those are this in is my incredible. Monday
0: afternoon snack. Every Monday, I have yeah. a handful, <laughs> it's
1: so good. Um, and then Probably, honestly, just their frozen section. I'm like, I make so much frozen food. It's probably not good, but yeah, I just I love Trader Joe's. So that is probably my other hobby. So sad. No,
0: no, that's awesome. (laughs) Um, Besides dogs, like, is there anything like that your team all together like likes to do on the weekends or on off days? Is there something that you all do together? I feel like I've seen a lot of team parties from
1: Houston. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we did a goth party um which someone was like hopefully that's not offensive i don't think it is i think it's just like a style yeah. but um we we had a goth party so everybody really went hard for that um yeah we just like to spend time together like it's kind of stupid but it's like we spend all this time together at training and traveling and like 90% of my time is spent with my teammates and then the other 10% we still want to like hang out so yeah we go you know, go to the pool and go to the dog park with all our dogs. Like it's, yeah, it's an amazing group of ladies. So
0: I feel like you can see that on the field when a team really enjoys like spending time with each other. Like it just goes mm-hmm. you guys spend so many hours together and then you still want to hang out after practice. like that's a good yeah,
1: step. yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, sometimes I'm like, you someone will ask me to you know go to coffee, and I'm like, I need. I need the day, like, give me a break. I'm sick of you. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, for the most part, we love to be together. And so it's definitely, I would hope that it translates on the field. Um, so thanks.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, we are going to finish with some would you rather's if that's cool.
1: Yay. Okay. All right. I love these.
0: All right. Would you rather binge a show or a book? A show. Easy. Anything right now? Stranger things. Yeah. It's incredible. Incredible.
2: Okay. Would you rather spend the day at the gym or on the field? On the field. (laughs) For sure.
1: (laughs) Nice. Prefer sweet or salty snacks?
0: Probably salty. That's a hard one. All those Trader Joe's chips and dips. Exactly. Um, Would you rather go to space or go on a submarine?
1: Submarine. Space scares me. I feel you. Iced coffee or hot coffee? This is a hard one because it depends on the time of day. In the morning, hot. But anytime after I, like, directly wake up, iced. Mm. For the rest of your life, you can only have it one way. Which way are you choosing?
2: Iced. Iced, okay. Iced, yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. I know. I feel like they taste different, so it's hard because I like both. Yes! But they taste different, so... (laughs) Yeah, uh, like one responds really to
0: digestion and the other doesn't as much. So right, right. Um, Beep test or time mile?
2: Beep test. Okay, Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. I don't have a TikTok. I feel like I'm too old.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> was hard to well, transition well
2: over at first.
1: Lean into. I just, I don't, I, I, that's not my personality. Do you guys make TikToks? Yeah, you do.
0: Well, we have, we don't have a choice.
1: (laughs) Right. No, you guys have to make them. I feel like I'm not creative enough or like, I just don't.
0: You have some TikTokers on your team, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. Who's Who's the biggest TikToker? on?
1: Oh, Ryan and Lindsay Harris are both like huge on it. And I'm like,
2: I can't. (laughs)
1: they asked me to be in and I'm like, no,
2: can't do it. (laughs) I know (laughs) it's, it's just another thing that we're stuck on our phones, you know, doing,
1: (laughs) but it's fun. I feel like once you're into it, it's fun. I just, I can't, I can't go there.
0: What is your biggest soccer girl problem?
1: I'm just like over caffeinated all the time because (laughs) I, I, it's true. Like I, I caffeinate for practice. I caffeinate for games and then like, I, have trouble sleeping because I'm like mm-hmm. got to be ready to be on the field and you know ready to go but then like when I have to turn it off I like can't turn it off. Is that valid? Is that a good one?
2: That's a good one. That, a good one. We've okay. never heard that one. so bad. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So bad. Hopefully the young soccer players are not over-caffeinated <laughs> like me but they will find that they will probably get there. They will literally need <laughs> to one day so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, oh like, thank you so much for coming on this was so much fun
1: thank you guys so much for having me these were great
0: questions so loved <laughs> you know, it we'll make some tiktoks with you soon
1: <laughs> yes okay if you guys asked me i would do it
0: all right yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome thank Have you guys you. bye,
0: bye. bye.